You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. Oh my gosh, first I just want to say thank you. This this has been a dream. Uh, I know I talk about it on the wall, but I wish someday... I get to spend time and actually speak and share the word in person. So, dreams come true and prayers are answered. So, yeah. So, before we start, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for opening the gates of your heaven right now. And I know that each and every one of us cannot deny the presence that we feel that's just cannot deny because your power is alive you are a god that is alive and because of your love we are here and we thank you that you love us first and then this is our expression of loving you back so right now heavenly father we ask for your holy spirit to just fill us right now in this moment to just put our life on pause and just be in the presence to just receive the gift of praise and now the gift of your word. So we thank you, we honor you, and let your spirit flow through me, be your mouthpiece, that this this message is you and everything is all about you, God. So thank you, we honor you, we give you all the praise and honor and praise and glory. Only through your son, in the mighty name of Jesus, we say amen. 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 Okay, so our theme, is putting is first things first and putting God first and sometimes you know I know sometimes we answer God's call and we take we acknowledge it and we move on we step on okay God I see the path I'm on the path and Stephen talk about the first responders and 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 Miss Andrew talk about putting God first but in every walk of our spiritual walk things happens in between so when we hit the ground we fall we get scratches um, sometimes we get accidental stabs on the back so sometimes you don't even know and we feel the pain physically emotionally and spiritually so today I want to talk about first aid steps right because things happen in life and sometimes we freeze and we're in panic mode that's where the enemy thrives that's when he wants us to know that we cannot do anything he wants us to be uneducated that if we feel the doubt we feel the pain we feel the sorrow that he's winning and we know because we've been there once we start the hole it gets deeper right so what I would like to talk about is what can we do in our spiritual walk when accidents happen, when things happen. And in between my walk, I've gone through a lot of emergency rooms. <laughs> Literally going to emergency rooms. So first of all, I wanna talk about what the American Red Cross steps in first aid, because uh, we know that the principles are the same. 
I just want you guys to see the practical application and how we can use the practical application in our spiritual walk. It's very similar, actually. So first is you check the scene for safety. That's number one. That's the first step. Um, and I thought this was cute. Obtain consent. <laughs> that's, that's the first step of first aid. First aid is if you're, if someone's, if you're in the area and trying to save someone, you have to ask their permission. Can I work with you right now? Right? But if we're rescuing ourselves, can I work with me right now? Because sometimes we're stubborn. That's why I thought having the consent was very interesting because we also have to give ourselves consent. We have to give ourselves permission. So I thought that was very interesting. Step two, uh, if a person is non-responsive, so, so the second step is check for response. Are they moving? Are they not moving? So you're really checking for breathing. Is it life-threatening? But here's the cool part for step two. Note, check for no more 10 seconds. Okay, when we get into some panic, do we stay there for more than 10 seconds? Yeah, so I really like that. Okay, guys, 10, count to 10. Once you go 10, 9 to 1, that's you know you got to go to step three. Step three, call 911 and get equipment, you know, do what you can. And here's another cool part, or tell someone to call for you. If you cannot do it yourself, tell someone to call 911 immediately. And then the step four was interesting. I didn't think there would be a step four, but they, they put it in there. It's in their website. Step four is after that is give care. I was like, okay. After all this turmoil, then the next step is, the last step is step four, is give care. Now, let's look at the spiritual first eight steps. So step one, safety. Step two, response. Step three, 911. And we can be anywhere international. There's no international card. You don't need SIM cards to call. It's prayer. That's anywhere, anytime. And, no, and step four is give care. So let's go break it down. First one is safety. I'm going to read to you guys the verse. Second Samuel 22, 2 to 3. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge, and my savior from violent people. You save me. Most of the causes of our life is done by other people, unfortunately. So this is, is an acknowledgement that the word of God says, take refuge in me. That says, I am your safety. So when we're in blocked, in chaotic mode, we have to think, I am safety because I am with God. It's an acknowledgement. We have to acknowledge that. And sometimes we forget because the, the world gets us distracted from what is the first thing. Making the first thing the first thing is one is safety, take refuge in God. And, and the next verse, and this is one of my favorite verses that I never thought 
is there, but I was like, wow, that's powerful. Psalms 37, 34, verse 7. The angel of the Lord encamps around those fear him, and he delivers them. Our God uses his army for us. So not only we know that God is our refuge, he brings in his own ambulance. He brings in his own team, his angels. And for me, every time I fear, I swear, when I go camping dark at night, and when I'm driving at night by myself, and when that e-gas is like on the last line, I know, okay, God, I know you got angels just kind of pushing that car further. And that gives me confidence. And guess what? I get through. I get done. Because I know I'm in safety. So that's the first step. Just know that you're in good hands. Second step. Step two is response. <laughs> okay, you guys heard this. The verse in James 2, 26. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Response, a decision is a response. Sometimes we think response, we have to move. It's like, it's a very like physical. But a, this, a response is also a choice. You have to decide. Do you decide to be scared? Do you, you know how the fear uh, fight in, what do you call it? The, thank you. Fight or flight, that's a decision. Fight or flight. So here's a response, a reminder. On Revelation chapter 2, verse 10. Do not be afraid of what you're about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test, and you will suffer persecution for 10 days, sometimes more. Uh, be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you life as your victor's crown. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure there's a few of us have experienced close call deaths. <laughs> and and it's, a, it's a very, it's hard to explain till you're actually there. But because if you hold on to God's word, that death is not even your fear because putting God first is what matters most. So we know that the devil is in the work, but our response is to choose not to be afraid and do the right, the right thing. And I think, remember I said that response doesn't have to be physical? And then the next verse really solidifies Psalms 46.10, be still and know that I am God. Being still is a response. So sometimes we ask ourselves, what does it look like to trust in God? Being still is trusting in God. I know sometimes we want to do everything, but sometimes being still is a good reminder that we cannot do it on our own. So we go to step three, because we can't. We're helpless, right? Step three, call 911. And I am, oh my gosh, I love prayers. 
I don't know. I, I wish I could just like message you guys every time my prayers are answered. I know it feels like I'm so spoiled. But this is an answer prayer for me. So call 911 prayer. So on John 14, verse 13 to 14. And this is God's words. I'm just reading, guys. And I will do whatever you asked in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son, in Jesus, in the name of Jesus. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. So we're in emergency mode. Let's pray immediately. Remember, you got 10 seconds to have pity party. 10 seconds says not more than that. So once you hit 10 seconds to one, zero, next thing, pray. Pray. Just pray. And you'll see miracles, guys. I, I, oh, just do it. Check with God, see what happens, and you'll be surprised. So here's another cool part. Remember when on the principle for American Red Cross, if you cannot call, let someone else do it for you? God has that option too as an option. So on James 5, 14 to 15, is en anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with the oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. And this has been tested multiple times. We pray hard. We pray hard. And guess what happens? We have Steve here with us, Stephen here with us. So if we can't do it ourselves, ask someone to pray for you. It's powerful. Their, their faith makes miracles for you. And then if you're not believing, questionable, it's okay. God got you. Ask someone to do it for you. It's like you prayed for it. He's so good. And lastly, give care. Step four is give, give care. Practice self-love. I know we are hard on ourselves every time we get to any circumstances because the first thing we say is, I did it. It was my fault. I got to this situation because I, it was my fault. I didn't do the right thing, blah, blah, blah. We blame ourselves. We're such a hard critic that we need to really practice kindness. Um, so next verse on Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He didn't even say my angels will hold you. He said, I, your father, will hold you. I will strengthen you. So whenever down we're feeling weak, which often we do, we just need to ask for him. Because he's our, he's, our, he's our therapist. He's our physical therapist. He's our acupuncturist. He's our breath work worker. I mean, he, he, he does. He, he really does it for us. We just have to ask and seek for him. And he is readily available, his right hand, to lift us up. Next verse, Ephesians 5, 29. 
And now this is a reminder for us personally. I like this one. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body. It wasn't done. They feed, we eat. <laughs> we eat, we take care of our, of our body. We feed and care for it just as Christ does the church. So I like this part because yes, physically we take care of ourselves, but it just shows you Christ, Jesus, uses the church to care for us. But sometimes we're stubborn. We don't allow the church. I'm saying us. We are the church family. We don't allow us to help each other. So that's a good reminder. And lastly, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 4. I just picked the ones that we need for step four. Love is patient and love is kind. So we have to be kind to ourselves every time we get into anything. And that's always not simple, but it's, it's doable. Because love is a fruitage of the Holy Spirit. Even if we can't be patient with ourselves and we can't even be kind to ourselves, we ask for the Holy Spirit to do it for us. Gosh, we're so spoiled. We don't have to do much. Just receive. Receive his holiness. And we're holy because he's holy. And I love the message of our worship. That it is not our doing. It is not our perfection. It's not what we do. It's not what we say. It's not what we preach. It's just the Jesus that's dwelling in us. So just receive. So I just hope that... In any emergency, think, as, there's, as much as there's a first aid kit, there's a spiritual first aid steps. And it's simple. And I love how Stephen talks about the basics. Every time you get cut, heartbroken, maybe zero in a bank account, car accident, you name it, first, take refuge. You're safe. Acknowledge that. Respond. Be still if you need to. But believe that you're okay. Pray. And lastly, take care of ourselves. Take care of yourself. And um, I, just, I just pray that everyone, anyone that's going through, know that Everyone is going through shit. <laughs> You're not the only one. And some just hides it well. Some are very open about it. But know that if you can find aid from other people, you can freaking aid yourself. So don't be a silly baby and seek for others to get through. Because God equipped us. And that's through his son in Jesus. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.